0: This is It's Mental Podcast. Uh, I'm back. And um, today it's a little bit uh, um, funny because uh, this is the second podcast recording of the day. Um, But the first one I forgot to record. So my guest came here. We chatted for 90 minutes and uh, she left. There's no podcast recorded. But this one I made sure that uh, the record button has been pressed. And uh, today I have a guest, um, Chrissy. She is uh, a comedian from Bulgaria, and I will ask her to introduce herself. Uh, hi, uh, yeah, my
1: name is uh, Christina, and I'm from Bulgaria. Uh, people also call me Chrissy, or my comedian comedian name is Ultra. And uh, yeah, I'm living in Germany since I'm. Fifteen or fourteen, something like this. I grow up here, and uh, I do stand up comedy since two years. Yeah, two years now. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. What else?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, why do you think you uh, want to come to this podcast? What do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, uh, about that, um, I, I have a lot to, like, t- I wanted to just, you know, I wanted to speak about uh, some issues that I think is, are, like, important, and I mean, I don't even like to speak about that, but I think it's the correct way to do it, because uh, the things that happens to me, is not supposed to happen to anyone else ever again, And uh, that's why I want to share my experience and just be like, just let people know that if they feel like this or they handle like this, they just need to stop and maybe rethink to be parents or something like this and just to know how bad is it. And yeah, I, I just wanted to break the silence because in our family, we don't speak about that. And I think it's time someone to start speaking about that. So uh, what issue do you ma- mean? what has happened? Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, I was born in actually in pretty like wealthy family. I mean not from the beginning, at when I was born, we were poor and everything. Uh, but uh, my parents are really good educated. They went in university, they speak a lot of languages, they're really smart actually. Uh, but they were like not prepared to be parents. Mm-hmm. I mean they didn't actually want to have children, I think. At least it felt like this for me. Because they always treated me like uh, some some alien that is kind of disturbing their mm life, you know, that they are not able to do the stuff that they used it to do before. And uh, yet they behave li- like this to me, like making me feel really unwanted as a child. And um, uh, you recommend me this book about um, ma- immature parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an amazing book. I mean, I can feel so much in common, like on every page of the book. And uh, it helps me also to realize a lot of stuff. And um, I want to speak about that. I want to speak, la- like, what is it for a child to be born in a family that don't actually want to have the child that much.
0: And uh, why did they have you if they didn't want children?
1: I, I don't know. I think they wanted to have children, you know. I think they wanted to have children. And when they made me, they, was really they were really happy about that. But uh, then I, I came, and I was not so easy to handle as they thought, you know, and I was making stuff that they didn't expect children to do or something. And uh, this, I mean, at least my dad was showing his anger about that, and um, it it was just not not so such a good feeling. And know.
0: how's their relationship?
1: Their relationship is always great. <laughs> You're great, I, I swear, you know, uh, when I was a child, they used it to talk and talk and talk with each other, you know, like, discussing some stupid stuff that happened that day, like, I spoke with this colleague, and she told me this, and I told her this, and etc., and, uh, I mean, there was always having this great connection, you know, uh-huh. but they never listened to me, Oh, they was like, how was school, did you get good grades, oh... A bad child, a bad child, go and uh, punishment or something like this. And
0: how's their relationship with their own family? Bad, mm-hmm.
1: bad. So I think it's a family stuff because um I think s- everything started with my great grandpa. Mm-hmm. He was killed by the socialists, and uh, I.
0: Which side, grand Grandpa Of my
1: dad okay. and uh, my grandpa. I think he was mistreated as a child because sh- he was the child of uh, a pr- uh, traitor, right? Mm-hmm. And they mistreated him badly. Mm-hmm. I don't know, no, n- no one speaks about that. You know, mm. in our family, we we don't speak. We are just very quiet about everything. Uh, but I knew that my grandpa was not behaving correctly to my dad because mm. my dad, he used it to hate them. I mean his parents you know mm-hmm. it's like a family curse uh because i still remember as a child as a small child how how my dad screams at mm-hmm. his parents and he's mm-hmm. like you you always uh, preferred my sister over me mm-hmm. and you hated me and everything and uh yeah and he was treating them really bad and i was a child and i was really confused because i i liked my p- grandparents i mean i didn't get it why you speaking with them like this what the hell is going on he never also explained it to me that they did something wrong to him you know mm-hmm. and uh, my mom she's uh, her family on the other side they're they're like really cold you know mm-hmm. i mean he, she was having actually a great childhood and everything but they didn't spoke so much i mean it was like um, she was learned by her dad, by my other grandpa, mm-hmm. to not show her feelings. Because mm-hmm. he's, he was like a policeman. He was mm-hmm. a lo- uh, lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was um, like um, observing uh, criminal uh, his crimes, like mm-hmm. murders and stuff like wow. that. And that's why I think he was learned to, to hold his feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And my mom learned this. And then I got this crazy combination between mom and dad. Do you have siblings? No. Uh-huh.
0: So she you are the only child.
1: Yeah, they didn't want more children.
0: They they were like, this is enough. Yeah, this is enough. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, did it uh, like uh, change over time? Uh, me? Yeah, w- oh, the that? relationship with uh, with your parents?
1: Yeah, like uh, I can notice now where they're going uh, like uh, older, they're getting older. They at least my mom started to change, you know, she started to be more empathic and think about her actions more and trying to be better. She's kind of evolving, you know, she's growing, Mm -hmm. but my dad, he's still the same, he's like not changing at all. And yeah,
0: and uh, when did you realize that? Oh. Your childhood wasn't normal.
1: Oh, this thi- I needed a lot. I needed a lot of time because uh, I I was like feeling that something is bad. Mm. I mean, because they were like treating me and my cousin really bad, but we didn't knew that. Mm-hmm. We didn't knew it because we thought this is normal. We thought this is how parents are, are you know, normally, and. Uh, I needed to, because I was also trying to find help, you know, I was trying, I mean, my parents use it to insult me on daily basis, they use it to beat me, they use it to be really mean to me, you know, and uh, I thought this is how parents are, at at some point I tried to speak with other people and be like, uh, this is how it works at home, you know, is this normal, and Back then in Bulgaria, this was like normal <coughs> to, to hit your child or mm-hmm. something like this. And they was like, Yeah, this is totally normal, just uh, it's it's like by everyone else. But I was seeing that the other children, not like this, you know. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I just stopped. I was like, Okay, this is my reality, it is like it is. I can do anything. Did they, re-
0: it. did they really beat you? Yeah, like uh, often
1: often like almost every day you know i was mm. i have like p ptsd mm. this post traumatic mm. uh, stress gen- syndrome mm. because my dad he's really he's really impulsive mm-hmm. you know and he was losing his his nerves a lot mm. like you can sit there and do nothing wrong, but at some point he's just so angry that he he finds something. He's extra fine, looking for something to start screaming at you. And I think he was having his own problems, you know, Mm -hmm. at at work and maybe with my mom, I don't know. But he was letting this anger always on us, like Mm -hmm. me and my cousin. And my cousin, he... Uh, uh, so his mom got separated with the dad Mm -hmm. and my 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 dad was like the dad of my cousin you know Mm -hmm. he was trying to cover the role of the dad for him too Mm -hmm. and um i needed to to reach like seven like 14 or something when the first time when i actually say something against that because this was on daily basis you know i was living in fucking fear the whole time i was like (laughs) what is going to happen today you know Uh, for example I can give you example Uh, my dad he was working uh, he was making night shifts Mm -hmm. and for the night shifts he wasn't there he was in a different city like 30 kilometers from Sofia and I I was calling my mom every day because I didn't knew when he has night shifts Mm -hmm. and I was like is that having a night shift and my mom, she was so happy. She was explaining the whole family. Look, Chrissy, she loves her dad so much. She's always asking about him. And I was asking because I wanted to know if he's going to sleep someone else and mm-hmm. I will have my peace. Mm-hmm. Or is he going to come back and I should be scared that he's and coming did back. did
0: you uh, ask for help somehow? Like I
1: tried. Like I say, I tried. I tried to speak with other le- relatives. I tried to speak with the... in school with the teachers, but it was the time was like this, they was like, oh no, this is, uh, it happens, it's normal, Uh, yeah, just forgive, forget it, be uh, better. How
0: bad was the violence? Uh, uh, Were you able to just lock yourself in a room?
1: (laughs) No, no, (laughs) Uh, I mean, I was not even thinking about that, because, you know, when he was really angry, you know, that you can save yourself. I mean, this will come to you, you know, Mm. this thunder will catch you. Uh, And at some point, when I was 14 or 13, this case that I'm speaking about, um, they started again, something against me, like I did something, I was not the the perfect child, as my mom wanted me, this is actually a quote of her, I was Mm -hmm. like, mom, no one is perfect, and she said, no, you should be perfect, Mm -hmm. and uh, they started to scream at me at some point, and uh, to beat me again, and then I don't know what happened, maybe because I was older, Mm -hmm. I was a teenager already, and uh, I was like collecting all this rage in me, Mm -hmm. and At this point, I just broke out. Everything broke out. I started Mm. to scream at them. I never Mm. allowed such a thing to start to scream at them, you Mm. know. I was just afraid. But I started to scream and I was like, look, uh, you're beating me. Children are like insulting me because of that, because I have these uh, spots on my skin, you know, these black spots Mm -hmm. when they bruise. Yeah, bruises. And I was like, children are laughing at me in school because they think they was calling me a gypsy in school, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, because of this thing. And uh, this is not okay and you should stop doing this. I hate it. And I screamed like five minutes and they never heard me scream. And they got so fucking scared by this. And then I packed my stuff and I left the flat. And I went to my grandma and I spent there like five days or something. And then my parents they came and they was like, "Yo, please come back home, etc." It's fine now. We're going to be better. And then they at least stopped beating me. Mm-hmm. You know, by thirty fourteen they stopped to beat me.
0: And beating
1: I mean only my dad.
0: Mm-hmm. My
1: mom was not beating me.
0: And beating, what do you mean beating? Like how? Like hitting, like uh,
1: this, tro- uh-huh. like pulling your ears. W- was
0: it like? Beating, tear, death, that kind of beating, or it's just like a uh, slap you? Uh, like slapping,
1: like, but you know, he was not letting like face bruises. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was like holding me really tight and mm-hmm. pulling me and mm-hmm. like pushing me and mm-hmm. hitting me. Oh God. And uh, I thought this is, this is normal, you know. I thought this is not that bad because I, I know that other people got beaten worse, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I
0: mean, it was an issue for me, mm-hmm. and, yeah. And uh, w- w- was there some people in your family can act like a protection? For example, you said you went to your grandparents' place.
1: Uh, yeah, my grandpa, you know. um, the From which the side? of my mom Mm -hmm. at least he was always saying let the child alone she's Mm -hmm. living in her own own world you know Mm -hmm. because i was very quiet Mm -hmm. but i was quiet because i was afraid to some say something you know i mean i was just afraid that if i say the wrong thing he's going my dad is going to to get this rage you know And that's why I was so quiet. I was like, okay, if I'm quiet, the chances that I will get punished for something are less. Mm. And uh, my grandpa was trying to protect me, and he was saying, let the child alone. Let her, you know, she's living in her own way. uh, world. But, I mean, this was like the only person that was saying something. I mean, the other part of the family, like uh, the sister of my dad, Mm-hmm. She was also trying to put protect me kind of, but uh, she knew him and mm-hmm. he was dominating her his whole life, a whole life, you know, and that's why she wasn't a big help too. I was like, I mean, I didn't feel so loved in the family, mm-hmm. let's say. I mean, I felt better with my aunt and uh, with my cousin because they were normal, but um, they was also not able to protect me from
0: this. Wow, and uh, then, uh, so after, then you moved to Germany.
1: Uh this with Germany was actually pretty bad mm-hmm. because I was like, uh, you know, because of the whole story. I mean, I was not having family at home. I mean, my family was not helping me to grow as emotionally or as a person or as a self-esteem or something like this. There was not. There was actually working against that. Let's mm-hmm. say like this. Uh, m- they were also interested that I'm not having too much self confidence because mm-hmm. they wanted to control me. I mean, they're both controlled freaks, and they really hated it when I was doing something different
0: mm-hmm.
1: as they wanted. It. And um, uh, I, I like, you know, I was having a lot of friends outside. I was having so many friends Sorry outside. Sorry for
0: interrupting. I think we are not talking about the same thing. I no. said uh, like uh, you uh. moved to Germany at some point. Yeah, yeah That's why. That's how
1: yeah. I'm going there. You know, I was having a lot of friends, and this was my family. Mm. My friends were my family. It was really mm. cool. I was having all these friends, and uh, we were calling as sisters and brothers and everything. It was pretty cool, and then. My mom, she I mean, I don't know if it was on purpose, but then she decided that I need to go to my dad. You know, my dad was already like for two years in Germany or something. Uh, oh, I don't know, for, for a while he was already in Germany. And uh, she was like, I don't like your friends because they have too, too, too big, big impact on you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm sending you to Germany. And I was like, but mom, is it not better, because I was already in the ninth degree, I was like, is it not better to continue my school here? You know, it's three classes more, like three, four classes. And after that, I can apply for university in Germany and I will get the good grades in Bulgaria and then it will be easier to apply in Germany because I will have this good grade, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, no, she didn't want this. She... Just wanted to pull me out of this environment that I created for myself, you know. She almost hate to have fun. Yeah.
0: And then coming to Germany, h- yeah, how I was
1: it? It was terrible because I didn't want it to come to come here, you know. Uh, I didn't want it, but she forced me. Actually, she said this. She was like, if you don't go free, I mean mm. on your own will to Germany. I will call the cabs because I'm your legal, like uh, mm. what Guardian. is the word? Yeah, and I will. Uh, they will drive you to the to the border with Serbia, and after that we will transfer you with something else. You know, so I was having no tra- ch- uh, no no other way. I needed to come to Germany, and when I came in Germany, I didn't have any friends, any environment, anything. You know, I was in this small village in Saxony. And in the whole gymnasium, there were two foreigner childs, me and one more, and they was watching us like some kind of very rare disease that it should be observed or something like this. I was having almost no friends, like only one two people, and we were not even that close. And
0: it was really terrible at the beginning. I mean, were you live uh, in a boarding school or were you living with your dad? I was living with my dad. Oh, that's horrible.
1: Yeah, but it was better because he was not beating me anymore. <sighs> he was just insulting me. like uh, Not that he didn't do it before, but he was like on daily basis. You are so stupid. You're so fat. Look at you. And then then you, uh, I, I told you that for a while I was veg- vegetarian, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was actually my kind of protest because my dad was explaining me how ugly I am because I'm fat and uh, I stopped eating meat, and I started to train a lot. <laughs> and I was 42 kilos, you know. And uh, when I was 42 kilos, I was really thin. And dentist, I mean, my, my dad, he was like, oh, you know, you're not so thick, uh, not, not so fat, actually, actually, you can eat more. And I was like, oh, so now I'm not so fat. Uh-huh. I needed to hunger myself to 30 to 42 kilos, so in order that you, you say this.
0: Oh. And uh, you lived with him alone for
1: how long? I lived with him since I was 17. And uh, then he did, I mean, my mom come also to Germany, but I, I wanted to, co- to go back to Bulgaria the whole time since I was 17. And this was a compromise. Uh, when I was 17, I told him, look, uh, there are two options. I want to go to Berlin. And live on my own, or I want to go back to Bulgaria. And my parents they told me everything is better than Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. So if you can find uh, a flat on your own in Berlin and everything and a school, you can go. So I organized everything and I came here to to live here.
0: What uh, make do you think you want to move to Berlin?
1: Uh, It was, uh, mm, uh, we were having this uh, class fad, you know, when the class is going on a trip, Mm -hmm. a class trip. Mm -hmm. And we went to Ossey and uh, there was this school bus that came after our bus. And in the whole bus, it was full with foreigners. Like Mm. 90% of the children were foreigners and 10 were German. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, where are we coming from? Oh, we are from Berlin. Mm. And I was like, is there a lot of foreigners in Berlin? And it's full with foreigners. And I was like, oh, I want to go there. <laughs> and this was uh, actually my motivation, you know. I didn't want it to feel so alone like a foreigner. I wanted to have m- more people like me in the near. And that's why I
0: decided to go to Berlin. And uh, before you moved to Berlin, were you able to find friends? Like in Saxony?
1: Mm-hmm. It's I was like two three friends or something mm-hmm. like this like the outsiders
0: in the school we were friends yeah and uh, after I moved to berlin what did you do did you study
1: uh, no i was uh, doing my gymnasium degree the uh-huh. abitur uh, i went to to school in free design and uh, it was like uh, like to be newborn uh-huh. Uh, because I I actually I felt so free that I'm out of this toxic environment Mm. at home and I found so many new friends and everything was great at the beginning and uh, I was making all these parties and going outside and having all these friends and it it was really cool Um, but after one year um, um, yeah I I did uh, I mean some wrong decision I mean I fell in love with the wrong person and I got really depressed and then I lost interest in going out and seeing my friends but I mean, it was a great time, you know, it was a great time at the beginning then I fucked up a little bit, but it was my fault,
0: you know, (laughs) yeah. And uh, now, um, uh, over the years, have you uh, seek uh, help from like a therapy?
1: No, not actually, because, you know, I was, first of all, I was teached that this is not a problem and I'm not supposed to speak about that because in our family we don't have mental issues, yeah, at least they say so, and I was always trying to fix myself, that's why I like to dig, like, uh, you know, for example, if you do something bad, I will be not like, oh, you're a bad person because you did did it, I will be like, why? Why makes you motivate this to do it? And I'm always looking for the reason. You know, I'm always digging till I found. I find find the reason. I'm a overthinker, and uh, I was like trying to analyze myself. Like I was digging into my myself to find what is the reason why you're depressed, why you're sad, what is happening, and this was working for a couple years but when when the corona started and everything like a couple years ago i totally lost control about it mm-hmm. and uh, i was uh, sometimes it was really bad you know i was like uh, unlocking all these traumas that i i went as a child and i didn't know what is happening because i thought this is over you know this is behind me but i never worked this out you know mm-hmm. And I was even looking for for help, but uh, in Germany you need to wait like five, six months to get an appointment by a psychiatrist. But uh,
0: that's uh, still better than never.
1: I know, I know, but uh, maybe I should just sign up for some list and wait. Yeah. But I also want to have like the best psychiatric, because I'm also a little bit control freak, you know. And I'm always looking for the right person because I don't want to wait for six months and then get some psychiatric that is not even good enough. And um, yeah, maybe I should just sign for somewhere and wait. You know, because I really need this. You know, mm-hmm. I reach some point in my life where I cannot heal myself.
0: Yeah, because I before the podcast starts recording, we have uh, some conversation about uh, some stuff happened. What I can fear is that. Uh, um, you know, like uh, when one situation happened, you know why, like the way you react, the way is because what has happened to you. Um, but uh, I didn't think you fully understand that uh, the fact that y- you understand this, your reaction is because something happened to you in the past means that your reaction to the situation is not really fair to the person who you are talking to, because they don't know what has happened to you, and uh, they just did uh, it uh, uh, innocently, and uh, if you judge them because what has happened to you is not really fair to them, and I I feel like you haven't got the tools to really regulate your emotions, which is understandable if you have never learned it from your parents, um, but uh, uh, sign up for therapy to on the waiting list is a good idea, but there are lots of uh, uh, tools you can learn it yourself too. Like there are lots of books about trauma, about uh, um, neutral your inner child, about uh, how to deal with emotions. Uh, I highly recommend uh, I and I really, I'm really, really a big fan of audiobooks. Hmm. Uh, I walk my dog at least one hour per day. So every time when I'm working them, I'm listening to some self-help books. Um, I I think it r- definitely helped.
1: Yeah, I think this will help. Um, like I told you, you know, um, because they teach me like because every time when I showed emotion as a child, I was getting some negative response. Like mm-hmm. uh, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to cry. Only weak people crying and. Uh, you know, they, like, my, my parents were like robots, like uh, emotions, no emotions at all, and I, I, I still can't deal with my emotions that good, you know. I'm, like, uh, still very confused by mm, some of my emotions, and I don't, I don't like to speak about them, I don't know how to express them, I don't know what to do, and uh, I really want to work on that. Yeah. Um, and this is this is the the thing that we spoke before yeah. the podcast is because of that because yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. holding this this all this emotion for me, and at some point they just they breaking
0: out. Do you meditate uh, no no i i like i I understand it sounds like preaching uh like preaching like before I started to meditate like I had a lots of i still have lots of anger anger issues. Um, But uh, but before I started, lots lot of people recommend me when I had anger issues. Um, over time, I, I think I definitely can tell a little bit of uh, difference um, that being able to regulate your emotions. Uh, and uh, I, I, I use this um, meditation app called Waking Up. It's uh, written. B- uh, it's uh, it's developed by Sam Harris, which is a very um, impactful uh, meditation teacher. I think from Harvard University, mm-hmm. and um, and his message is uh, it's really good. It's very philosophical, and I've been following it for the majority majority part of uh, last year, and then now I think when situations like this happen, I I can regulate myself a bit better and um, um, yeah, I, I recommend that. I I think what I see you is that I I, I understand lots of things have happened to you and uh, I am really also really proud of you and impressed like uh, uh, growing up in a family like that, your parents didn't teach you anything about uh, emotional regulation, about intimacy, about healthy dynamic, but you are able to um, be on your own, make friends, uh, doing things you like and being a kind person. I think you already achieved a lot. I'm trying to be a kind person. I I know you are a kind person, you are just a bit crazy. (laughs) And and, uh, so, I think you already achieve a lot, at least you are not uh, uh, like aggressive, like violent person like your dad. I think that's already a big achievement. Um, but I s- what I see you is uh, that you are a bit like uh, me uh, before I, I found, found uh, my tools because uh, when things happen in life, you, you don't have the tools to, to, to deal with, then it all accumulates in yourself, and you uh, until you cannot hold it anymore, then it comes out in very unhealthy way, hmm. but this can be changed, like, uh, um, first, I think I really highly recommend you start to get yourself on waiting list of uh, uh, a therapist. Like, it doesn't need to be the best one. Hmm. Um, it might be a bit hurtful. I, I hope my therapist will never hurt this. I don't think my therapist was the best therapist ever from what I heard from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I compare, like uh, other people told me what their therapies do with them, what they, uh, their therapies teach them. I feel, okay, mine wasn't the best, but even she wasn't the best, sh- uh, during a period of three years, she helped me tremendously, and uh, um, I really, really appreciate it. So what I mean is that you don't need, life is not perfect. You don't need everything the best in order to work, mm-hmm. as long as it works. And uh, even if it's not a therapist, even they tell you they are a therapist, they are not. They just listen to you every, every, one hour, every week for one hour. Over a long period of time, it will help. Like being, talk about it already helps. And uh, um, I recommend you this book, um, uh, uh, adult children of uh, Im- uh, emotionally immature parents. I think I have this one. Yeah, yeah. I recommend you yeah. this one. I think yeah. I- if you like this one, uh, I can write you a few others. And I think there's also mo- tons of uh, books out there we can help ourselves because I, I, I realized that in the past uh, few years, I was so rely on my therapist. I so, thought oh every week I go I can make breakthrough. But uh, then I realized oh I can learn so much faster by, by listening books because I can only talk with my therapist one once per week. Mm. But uh, with books, uh if I want I can listen two, three hours per day and uh, that's like twenty hours of teaching per, per week. And uh um I learn a lot of things. So I I, I really recommend that as a resource also. mm Beyond that, I think the other tools might be a little bit too more advanced for you, like a writing journal. I think that's that takes lots of dedication to do it. But um, maybe start with uh, download Waking Up, the mm-hmm. app. Uh, it's uh, 99 euros per, per year, but if you search Waking Up uh, scholarship, uh, they will send you to a link and uh, uh, they... They ask you how much you like to pay. If you say 20, they will ask you to pay 20. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, really reasonable price. Um, and uh, every day, wake up to 10 minutes of meditation. He's really good at uh, teaching and uh, uh, also emotional control. I think I learned a lot from him. And uh, listen some books and uh, talk with friends. Like uh, you told me what happened before the, the recording. You told me, although you were very disturbed, but you actually the first time you did something, uh, different. It's the first time you talked about it, and yeah. uh, that's a uh, progress already. So I'm proud of you here. And, uh, uh Chrissy, I, I, yeah, I, I, think you need to look for help. I, it will. It's just like your parents. Like, uh, they. It will not go away if you don't work on it. Your dad is still the same way he used to be. But you can be different if you learn.
1: Yeah, I'm really trying to be mm-hmm. different because I have this, you know. Yeah. Uh, people are always very surprised that, uh, for example, I, I am speaking like this and I'm looking totally innocent and in the moment when something happens and I feel threatened or some of my friends is threatened, I'm turning into a to- totally different person. Like for three seconds, I can change from zero to 180, you know. I start, I'm really loud and and I'm really big. I'm like, f- f- fret- like f- terrifying people. I mm. can not be like, and they're like, why are you so angry? And I'm not even angry at this moment. I'm just m- imitating my dad. I'm just mm. doing what he did you know, like just start screaming yeah. at someone and this is so shocking at the beginning and uh, I'm just, you know, I'm trying when to, to hold this back and to use it only when there is an emergency, like there is a dangerous situation when this is required, you know, and uh, that's why I'm working what I'm working, you know, because um, I mean, I can work something that... What do you work? Uh, I'm like trying to be in the social sector and help people because, you know, when I asked for help back then, no one helps me. And um, I'm trying to put my skills that I have, even the bad skills that I have, you know, I'm trying to make something good with it. And that's why I wanted to work in the secio- social sector and make something, some di- something different to, to mm-hmm. make a, a good change, like mm-hmm. to put this negative, to, to convert this you negative you energy
0: in a good You told me, actually, now you work uh, like uh, helping, supporting uh, immigrant families Mm -hmm. and uh, you are supporting a child right now?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm like, as a translator, I'm supporting uh, these uh, immigrants uh, Mm -hmm. and all people who need help, you know, they're coming to us and they have different issues. And uh, I'm translating or helping them with the papers, with the bureaucracy and calling the German uh, agencies and everything and as a uh, f- family um assistant i'm helping this uh, foreign family with the children the mom with the children and i really like that i always wanted to be
0: something like this like uh, to help others mm-hmm. that's uh, that's great that's really inspiring that uh, um to help out the situation which you hoped you could get help mm yeah, i I want to ask you like uh, how old are you uh, i'm thirty three um do you think you uh, want children of your own
1: no no because you know I think I need to break this circle like mm. uh, like i I don't I mean I will probably also m- mistreat my children mm-hmm. you know because i I have this past and everything and I don't want to do this to my children you know mm-hmm. I mean uh, I don't have children but I already love them so much that mm. I don't want to let them go through this
0: Mhm again Mhm I think it's a wise decision like I I also decided I will not have children of my own I feel like uh, um I know I will mess up something like uh, I I don't have the the parental instinct and the uh, uh, i'm a very loving and responsible person and i i feel the most responsible thing to do is to not have them
1: yeah me too me too because you know as a child i was also asking myself why you have me if you are treating me like this i mean it will be better if you give me for adoption i mm. mean just i mean not having me from the first p- you know they're like always saying you should be thankful that you was born yeah, and I'm like, why the fuck I'm supposed to be thankful for this life? I mean, it was like suffering, like uh, the most of the time, you know. If I wasn't born, this will never happen. And uh, yeah.
0: I asked uh, uh, my parents the, the same question and I, I understand uh, like uh, how it feels like uh, being helpless, you know, like uh, um. Like, do you know this concept of uh, learned helplessness? No. Um, It was, it's a very famous term in in psychology, uh, psychology, Mm -hmm. and uh, with me reading so much, I I, I read it many, many times, but uh, um, in this book, Born Out by Emily Nagoski, she explained it in a way that I burst into tears. She she talks about, like, uh, this in... In these experiments, like, uh, uh they put, um, uh, I don't know the remember the details, but basically they put uh, some some frog into some water or something, and um, no matter how far they, they they swim, they will not find the land, mm-hmm. and uh, then after a while they will just stop trying. Yeah. E- and uh, but even if uh, then then they show the land or show a solution, they can actually go. Uh, the the frog uh, already learned that uh, no matter what they do they w- they will mm-hmm. not uh, uh be helped so they will just not try and uh, that's uh, that's how a child uh, can easily develop when, when you know that uh, whatever you do in life is always misery and whatever you do is always wrong and uh, then after a certain period of time you will just stop trying and you you just accept whatever happened to you and uh, it's, uh, it's really heartbroken and uh, and uh, that's that's how I feel as a child like uh, permanently abused uh, like at school being b- beaten at home n- neglected and, and I I understand you how it feels like and uh, today like uh, talking with you I'm really impressed also is that uh, growing up um, sorry the dog like in a poor family I, I always thought the money is the only thing we miss and if we have the money everything would be better and uh, every time I look at other people like they are complaining I was like what do you have sense to complain you have both of your parents you have money you can buy nice stuff and uh, now looking at you I realize oh actually money cannot buy everything like even uh, you have money you still can be fucked up
1: yeah yeah because mm. I mean, they ne- didn't change when the money came. you mm. know, when my dad moved to Germany and he started to earn much so much more money, he wasn't he didn't turn into a better person. Mm. and uh, that's why for me, money is actually not so important because I already used to work with homeless people, mm. and I saw what it is. I mean, and uh, I swear if something happened, I will prefer to be homeless, Mm. but not for ask for money somewhere, Mm. you know, especially at my family. Mm. Uh, I will find a way to to find it by myself, you know. Mm. Um, But money, money is not making you happy. I mean, Mm. uh, emotions makes you happy, Mm. like a good, positive experience, like uh, something good, something that makes you happy, it makes me smile. And I'm not speaking about new iPhone or a Mm. new car. This is, I know that this is something that lasts, like, for five minutes, you know. Mm. I mean, like, you have it, you're happy for a couple of days, but after that, it's just just mm-hmm. something, you know, nothing, like... And money money is not not making... I mean, I, I do understand what it is to be poor and to not have money for food. This is terrible. This is totally terrible. We used to have that, too, also, when I was small. But, uh, like I said, money is actually not the important stuff. The important stuff is to have rich emotional life and to be happy, you know, to be happy with yourself and mm-hmm. money is just some something that we created like to rule the world or something mm-hmm. like this, but it's not the most important part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool, I think you are on the right track, I think you have a good mindset and I think you already understand you have issues you need to fix, and uh, um keep the work like uh, just make the first steps to get your uh, get a therapist and uh, start to read start to meditate. I think you are on a very good track, and uh, it's a journey. It will, will take many many years. Uh, but uh, um. It's all worth it. And uh, you don't want to, we don't want to become our parents. And uh, the difference between we and our parents is that they are not going to learn, they are not going to change anymore. But uh, we can, uh, by teaching ourselves, and uh, all those things they failed to teach us, we can learn from books. And this is what I learned last year, and it's so empowering. I realize dysfunctional families cannot define me. If I I can read, because uh, whatever they didn't teach me, I can find the an answer somewhere else. I used to thought, okay, I I didn't get this from my family. I'm fucked, but actually it's not. So,
1: but are you not sometimes scared? Uh, because I'm really sometimes I'm really scared that I'm turning into them.
0: I, I think uh, I'm different with than you. Uh, uh, my, my, my dad was totally absent from my, my, my life. But uh, my mom, uh, it's a love and hate relationship. She did a lot of things un- unacceptable. But uh, deep down, she's a great person. She's kind, she's generous, she's laughing, It's just we were permanently poor. And being discriminated because uh, she's handicapped. So uh, all the stress together, she behaved the way she behaved. But uh, over the years, I do see her evolution. She did change. She changed a lot and uh, she's almost 60 now. She's still living and she's still evolving. And uh, uh, yeah, I She's different beast than your dad, so I I think uh, it's uh, it's different, and uh, I'm not afraid of becoming my mom because she's really a great person. She's, uh, if I can become her, I will be really really successful in life because her endurance, her her ability is incredible. Given what she, ha- what how little she had. In a discriminative okay. society like that, uh, so that's not my concern. Okay. So, like you see, like by talking like this, I feel oh, I'm the one with privilege, that uh, my mom actually loves me and uh, can change. Um, but I realize lots of things is by perspective and by communication, like um, I permanently envy those friends who grow up with money because poverty is really fucks you up and uh, I really thought uh, if you, I, we have money, they have money, their life is so much easier. But by talking with you here, realize despite you had money, I didn't. I actually is the l- lucky one. Uh, among us, so I feel it's uh, it's also a um, um, perspective shifter, like the conversation we are having right now. Yeah. So I think uh, great. Um. So I guess that's uh, it uh, of tonight, and uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I I I hope we can catch up sometime and uh, exchange what we have learned. Hmm. Can we do that? Yep. And uh, uh, listeners out uh, out there, if you haven't uh, uh, realized that, now I have a, a Patreon account. So every um, every month, for as, as little as three euro fifty euro three euro fifty cents, you can support my work on mental health project. And uh, I will give the mic back to Chrissy. Uh, do you want to say? one or two sentence about mental health to our audience uh,
1: i just want to say that uh for any future parents out there if you're not sure if if you are like eligible to be a parent uh let i mean just don't do it prepare be be ready for this because this is a lot of uh, responsibility and uh you need to know that even if you're trying to hit someone something from your child the child can feel it so please be very good prepared for this and yeah we don't need more damaged people in this world i mean it's cruel enough and we don't need this so this is my message
0: cool thank you so much bye bye